Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. So, this is part two of our episode with Stacey Paris. Um, last week we released uh, part one, which is uh, a kind of, a, a, you know, a, 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 we doubled up. Uh, obviously, we done, uh, we're halfway through top five um, misconceptions uh, around disability uh, and also top five science facts. My brain's still hurting from... Uh, the science fact, and my jewelry still on the floor from some of the things that uh, Stacey's had to experience uh, around her disability. Um, so I had to jump on and do this little intro because we had uh, all intentions of this being a, a one-part episode, but because this chat was was so good and we didn't want it to stop, this become a two-part. So this is a, a quick short intro. So we'll we're, we're head over to uh, our sponsors now, and uh, and then we'll drop the episode. So. Uh, Enjoy. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I have, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Providence. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Providence check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay-as-you-go when you need them. Experience aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what 
what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? Oh, no, it's really not. Right, we're going with <laughs> it. We're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a, a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of, of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? Yes, it's all about fresh, innovative production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers, working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've, they've worked with a lot of companies. It's, it consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well um what should we have what should we have a fact oid on uh, well are we going to catch up because because we're quite because we're on number two of the science facts so shall we catch up shall we have a few more uh disability ones yes Dis- really misconceptions first i think ah right so this is one of my pet hates and although it doesn't seem like like a huge deal when you get this on a daily basis, it pisses you off. And that is people changing their tone of voice to talk to you and making an automatic oh, judgment God. on what you are able to do and who, what kind of person you are yeah. just by looking at you. Oh, and, um, and I mean, when I say it happens a lot, it, mm. I mean, I haven't really 
done a lot. I've been out the house a couple of times since the weekend, but I was at a party at the weekend and the thing is, it was all meant in a nice way. Yeah. But what I was noticing was like, I'd be like, excuse me, like trying to get through. And people would see me and they'd see the walking stick that I need to use at the moment. And they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you, oh, are you okay there? Do you need a glass of water? Do you want some hair? And I'm like, I just you need passed. a glass of water. <laughs> I just need pass. And it got to a point <laughs> where it was making me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, I purposely didn't say anything because I didn't want to ruffle feathers. No. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it it's well-meaning. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's this whole perception people have on disability again. You know, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not able to walk across the fucking room by myself. Yeah. Or, you know, I need help. I need everyone to run about doing things for me. And it, after a while, it grates on you a bit. And you're standing yeah. there thinking, do, do 75% of the people in this place think that I am incapable of looking after myself? Yeah, because you don't want people feeling sorry for you. There's a, there's a difference between like empathising and going, you know, I, I can I can only imagine that's probably that's been challenging for you. There's a difference to thinking that to going, like you say, like feeling sorry and then and treating people wrong. And again, it's like you know a lot of the time it's coming from someone, you know, coming from a good place. So you, you know, a lot of the time you're not going to kick something in the nuts for it. But after a while, it's like if if you're constantly confronted with that behaviour, it's kind of like. No, honestly, I just want to be treated. Tra- yeah, I want to be treated just like you. To be honest with you, you know, I'll let you know if there's anything different. But yeah, yeah because if, I, if problem, a lot of my problem is, I have always been known to be fiercely independent. This is my <laughs> recovery. This is, you know, it's my body. It's my walking. It's me that has to put in the hard work. And I think, sort of, over the years with a lot of how I got treated on a normal day, on a good day, it stopped me actually, you know, saying to people that I didn't know and trust, I need help. And, you know, I keep hearing recently, it's a strength to ask for help. And I'm still learning that skill. Mm. But when people are coming at you like that, Mm. it is a lot more difficult to be able to ask for help when people are already Mm. treating you like, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. The next person that I say excuse me to when I'm walking through the club next Friday, when they turn around, I'm literally then going to ask if they want a glass of water and just see (laughs) how mental they will look at me. Because it's not normal, is it, to go... Oh, 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 God! Uh, do you want a glass of water? Can I? It's like, no. Can Can you just move to the left a little bit, just so I can walk <laughs> past, please? I mean, at this point, like point in the night, I, I had like too. four or five drunk twenty-somethings coming at me, giving it. Tell me if you need anything, and I'm like, from you, like you cannot put one foot in front of the other. Fine, <laughs> but come on now. Oh dear. And the thing is, like, I know fine well if I had have said something and been like, that's making me feel really uncomfortable, it would have been dealt with. It was my choice mm. not to ruffle feathers, which yeah. 
Now, this has been recorded. You've no idea how big a deal of this. I think potentially I made the wrong choice mm. by not saying something. Mm. But mm. at the time, I just didn't want to bring attention yeah. to myself in, yeah. in that sort of way. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'm okay. I can deal with this. And then after the fifth or sixth time, interspersed with people coming over and going, what happened to your legs? Like, I'm like, hi, I'm Stacey. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Oh, I get that all the time as well. And the only time I don't mind that one is when it's kids. Because... Yeah, because they've got that level of innocence. They, they don't have that it, sort of filter or... I mean, yeah. kids will stare and, you know, they'll say, like, mum or dad, what's wrong with that lady's legs? Mm. Let your kids ask. Please, Let, t- please tell, tell me kids. you've got some really, really fucked up things that you tell kids. Please. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm Shark. a I'm a robot. The easiest way to explain it to young kids is to tell them that my legs got very poorly, so the doctor took them away and brought me back some fancy schmancy robot legs. <laughs> and Easy do you know how easily they they just go, oh, right, okay, and they want a good look at them. But you get parents and people with kids that are like, you know, don't, don't, don't stare, don't look, no, don't teach them that I'm different. Mm. And then yeah. it's not okay to ask about, you know, yeah. what's wrong with my legs. Yeah. Like, that's not a helpful thing to do. Just let them be curious. And if you teach them from a young age that everybody's different, some people are do use a wheelchair, some people do mm. use sticks or walking aids, prosthetics, some people can talk, some people can't, some people can see, some people can't. You know, like, teach them that it's normal. Don't pull them away from wanting to ask questions absolutely absolutely well, but if you... you're an adult do not walk up to me and say what happened to your legs before i even know your goddamn name it is so weird isn't it to like as you said when you what you said earlier it's just like the thought that somebody would come up and ask you something about your appearance before and as you said oh hi i'm stacy it's fucking surreal that because yeah. you I mean, wouldn't can you imagine walking up to like just any person in the street and being like what's wrong with your leg what's wrong with your elbow why does your hair look like that uh I will, i'll just stop you there uh if i was walking through the high street and i saw chris i would walk up and say <laughs> what the fuck's going on with your hair <laughs> i think i'd have every right to stay so and you wouldn't walk up to somebody and be like what's wrong with your kid yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is, it's the same thing. Just because I have a disability doesn't make it okay to come up and interrogate me before even introducing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like, have just, just be a normal, just be normal. Yeah. That's probably how you want to be treated. And like, you like know, and not like an elephant in the room. Else. Like, I keep saying, all I want is to be treated the same as you would treat anybody. Yeah. Absolutely, I I remember like from that fir- from our first um, chat, uh, how you talk and how you confront it. You you kind of want it to be normal. You wanted to be able to uh, see the gallows humour in in your circumstances, and 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 you said some amazing things. Like one of the things I mentioned at the start of this um, podcast is, you know, like how how do you f- compare that to what other people have gone through? Or um, and and you kind of you said. 
I don't know if that was a question I asked, but you basically said that it's the what you know everybody's it's worst the, thing that's happened, happened to them is the worst thing the that's worst happened to them. Happened, and it's so the you, same as the worst thing that's happened to me. Yeah. Because it invokes the same feelings, the same fear, the same worry, you know, the same sort of natural reactions. It's the same, regardless of whether you think my worst is worse than yours or your worst is worse than mine. It's all the same. Yeah, and I, I do think that's quite a, an interesting like leveller, and, and it makes everyone human and you, on, on the ability to like, empathise with each other's situation, which is what I was talking about earlier, without having to sit there and just feel sorry and treat people, you know, in a way that diminishes them, diminishes their humanity. I guess. Yeah. Should we have a science fact? Go on, in a science fact, this shit. Right, let's see what I've got for you now. So we're on the fourth one. Right, mm -hmm. this is one of my favourite ones. So, we evolved from the seas between 500 and 600 million years ago from sort of single-cell organisms that relied solely on osmosis and simple diffusion to get their nutrients. So it basically went from outside through a simple cell membrane to inside and was used. When we started to evolve onto land, we started to evolve closed circulatory systems. So you know what we would know as our heart and sort of lungs and veins and all these things, because as we grew more complex, the simple diffusion didn't work. We needed the same nutrients that we needed when we were in the sea. So because of that, our blood components, the salts and you know phosphates and the minerals that we have in our blood that gets pushed through um, membranes into cells and used for various different things in the body is still roughly the same, very similar to the composition of the seas that we evolved from. <laughs> That's Stu. Look at Stu's face, Stacey. Like, even like half, as soon as you started saying we evolved from single cell organisms, his brain started to drop out. <laughs> can, can, mon can monkey swim? <laughs> God, Stu. How... From the sea. Why is that your question? Well, <laughs> it we come from monkeys, right? You're the missing link, mate. But how? I've never seen a monkey swim. So how were monkeys in the sea? Well, one, I think monkeys can swim, and yeah. and two, we're going way further back than monkeys. Yeah, baby monkeys. Very, very <laughs> baby monkeys. Like you know, little sea monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, more like that. Right, We're going like monkeys. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm on board now. Gotcha. Yeah, far. Well done, Stacey. You've, you've you've saved that. <laughs> so 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 in a nutshell, was you saying there? Because I mean, it lost me a little bit. And my tiny little brain. Are you saying we eat the same thing we ate as when we were plankton? Effectively, we need, what we was need the same basic nutrients as mm. when we were, you know, just single cellular organisms or very simple sort of worms and other beasties that started on the land. But because we used to get them directly from mm. the fluid we were in, you know, that's the when we evolved sort of the closed systems, that was still what we needed. You know, the 
the minerals and the nutrients that that seawater would have provided for us. So therefore, that's what we got. The same sort of makeup yeah. that, that, you know, was what we needed when we were doing things by diffusion. That's mad. Um, we have spirulina and weird shit like that now in our house. And it's like all this, it's like... Um, I'm sorry, but why? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, I mean, we put it in these milkshakes and uh, smoothies. It does taste good once you mask it, but it is like that's all like the some of the superfoods now, isn't it? Is all this like stuff they just drag out the the ocean, dry it, put it into a powder, yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is so. This is like this is the one. This is really good for you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can get with that. That makes that makes sense. It's like I was watching um one of these uh vegan documentaries and. Uh, it was saying, you know, no, I've lost myself now. I've lost my own train of thought. That you know, I think I know where you was going. All you're gonna really, all those cows and stuff that you end up eating, eat sort of vegetables or grass, and they're super strong. So why do you need to eat the cow? Why don't you go straight to the sort of like the vegetables that they're they're eating? Grass um, is I've made rank, it. That mate. is terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, really I bad. don't think I really want to be outside lying face down chomping on the grass. Nah, nor me, mate. Nor me. Unless unless someone's dropped like a bag of McDonald's chips on the grass, <laughs> then I, you know maybe I'll do that. So I just need Q, to join. Q the... a absolutely stupid question. Go. I, I, no, I've just got so many questions on this. So the monkeys are eating fish, right, and oh. stuff like that. Yeah. And then as they evolve and come out the water from swimming to walking, right? No. What year? Like what? What? What sort of <laughs> just no, Stu. decade? All right, well, all right. What century then? Did We're they talking... just? Did they discover Five bananas? Six hundred million years ago. Yeah. Remember, the Earth is amphibians years old. So we're we're not going back like to the start of the Earth. Right. But we are back a few hundred million years. Yeah. Because I know, like, when you see like the um, the 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 um the uh, what do you call it the the uh, PG Tips adverts in the eighties and the seventies with the monkeys they're eating bananas then and I know mm. monkeys still eat bananas now mm. so I get I get I get what you're saying I get the fact I don't I think you don't have a clue of what Stacey's <laughs> talking about Stu there's I stuff there's stuff in my cupboard that like I I, I bought the the other day I, I, I don't <laughs> imagine they're they're particularly nice but there was a, a sort of spicy meatball thing. Uh, that, that I saw in the pan shop, and I just thought, I'm going to try that. It's a pound. I don't imagine it's particularly good meat. But that weren't about then. I've only saw that, and I go in the pan shop a lot. I only saw that for the first time a couple of weeks ago, so there's no way, even in the 60s or 70s, or probably even in the 80s, people were eating that. So I there's, fl- there's, flaws, there's flaws in your science, Stace. I, I think what we, me and Stacey are realising is you were you were in the bottom set for science and you sat at the back of that class, didn't you? Standard, 100%. I went sniffing... to that class right now. Well, Standard at picking his nose. Well, that's so weird because that is my, my only story from science was when uh, I got the letter home for putting a bogey under a microscope. And... Uh, <laughs> We've, well, it wasn't actually me. It was uh, mm. our mutual friend, mm. DJ Destruction. And, oh, uh, animal. And then uh, 20 years, or probably 15 years later, 
uh, a gig in London. We was oh, we was right, we yeah. was playing. Uh, he put all his records and his bits and pieces for his decks inside his old school bag. And we were sitting there before we went on, and he was just emptying stuff out. And he was like, what's this? He'd found his letter home from the school about putting the bogey under the microscope and hid it, whereas my mum and dad opened mine, and I got in trouble. He hid it, and he found it 15 years later. That's incredible. So, yeah, you, you learn different things in science. You do, you do. My teacher's name was Mrs. Kerr, and it was very, very rumoured that her son was Wayne. I hope that's true. Wayne Kerr, <laughs> incredible. So, uh, an incredible fact, we basically eat the same shit we did 200, 300, 400 million years ago when we were, what, what did you call call us then when we're single-celled organ- we, we single-celled by what? Single-celled organisms. What was we absorbing it by? The, the, what did you say it was? Simple diffusion and... Obviously. Simple diffusion. Yeah. Thank you. So, it's, it's not... It's more the same minerals and salts and compounds that are in our blood that our body uses that we have you know in common with our 500 600 million year old ancestors incredible so you say they're not they're they're not that they're not that far apart for you Stu in terms of so you say at one point we didn't have a mouth yeah you say we didn't have maths at one point no we didn't have maths we didn't have maths we were single cell organisms, and then we sort of like probably became fish. Then we became amphibians. I get all of that. It wasn't waterproof. It went through our skin. Just went through our skin. A bit like plants absorb the sun. I'm not actually going to go there. Don't ignore what I just said. I feel ignore like I'm bit. trying to explain this to a primary school kid. <laughs> I think that's probably the best way to approach this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna? What are we gonna? Let's have a disability fact because uh, blah, 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 blah. we. I think you've done two yeah. of those, so we could have two more of those, and then we'll be both at the number one spots. Right. And we might um, even split this into two parts. Shoe. We yeah. might do this as a two-parter, maybe. Exciting. Woohoo! Right. I'm just gonna get my dog Essie. She keeps jumping up at the window, so harassing. I'm just waiting on her barking again. Like, settle down. Settle down now. She doesn't listen That's to me up. anyway. Oh, let's see. So, there are a lot of people that seem to think when you have a disability, it affects your brain. I mean, unless it does actually affect your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Of course. But it's like they think that you're dumb or you know useless you know everybody every disabled person ever is on benefits and sitting at home Mm. all day getting everything paid for them and i mean you know there are a special category for those sort of people they just hate Mm -hmm. everything that's not them however and it's like why why would you think that you know using a wheelchair or having any sort of disability would automatically make you stupid or make you less capable or mean that you couldn't go out and like work and or study or achieve what you wanted to achieve and there are a lot of people out there that think that and this goes all the way up to sort of institutional levels as well i was basically told by a study advisor if I wanted the same chance as everybody else, 
you know, if they're asking for a 2-1 degree classification, I'd be better getting a first. And my only sort of reply to him about that was, well, that's not the same chance as everyone else. Because basically, they still look, they would still look at me as having a disability put me at a disadvantage. Academically? Right. Yes. That's fucking mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, in, you know, in a practical setting, oh, my God, could she stand up or, you know, get me a, a chair? Could you, you know, there are things that can easily be put in place to help yeah. people like me have the same opportunity without having to outgrade everyone else or, you know, having 10 people in the queue for these two places and, you know, three of them have a disability, you know fine well that those are the last three people in the queue. Mm. And it is simply just because, again, the whole way that disability gets looked at. And I think there's a big failing somewhere about teaching kids about anything that's different. And I think if that was taught from a really young age to all kids, you know, maybe they wouldn't grow up being so goddamn judgmental Mm. about everything. Because I, like, I'm the first one to admit, before I became a disabled adult, like, I was your bog standard normal teenager, kids, Mm. early 20-somethings. I had absolutely no idea as to the treatment that people with disabilities got when I lost my leg to me it was like right okay bad legs gone let's get up and get on with it yeah and it was like it was like a whole nother world it was yeah it was it was like automatically people started treating me differently and I've never managed to get my head around why how did that? How did that uh, materialise then? How were they treating you de- differently, Stacey? What was the sort of thing? There is a, to there's notice? a lot of pity, and I hate that. Don't pity. Yeah. You know, anything you yeah. can do to limit. I mean, I have my physical limitations, but you know, academically, yeah, I got my advisor for this year, and the only thing she had to say to me were, "Your scores are exceptional last year," mm. and I was like, "Cool." got that down then yeah and then it went into a whole sort of you know if we had to do a residential school you could do it online instead of coming to it and I'm thinking why would I want to like miss out on like the opportunity to do more practical stuff yeah and just sit at home and watch you lot doing it yeah and it was even though she had noticed that my scores were really good she still treated me differently mm. without even asking me mm. if I felt like I could, mm. you know, attend this school. And What's the best way to approach that, Stacey, then? How, how for people listening? Ask. What's a, uh, just, ask. And, and, and how to phrase, how, how would you phrase that? What's a good sort of way to approach it you know, in that way? Ask if people need help. Yeah. Like we said, like, Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The term disability encompasses mm. everything. So, <clears throat> you know, even someone with, you know, leg amputations... They might be completely different from me. They might want everything done for them, which is their mm -hmm. prerogative. Mm -hmm. Go for it if that's you. The easiest way to find out what someone like me would need is mm. ask me. And don't Do you be need... afraid to yeah. ask me. Like, don't, you're not asking me, mm. you know, if it's okay to run my mum over, which, by the way, it is not. Um, <laughs> you know, you're asking me if you can make things easier for me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't assume that I'm going to say, yes, I need your help, mm. but also yeah. just ask. Yeah. So would that be something like, is there anything, um, and, and forgive me because I'm just shooting from the hip here. So this is from an ignorant person, I guess, but um, can I help? Um, is there any adjustments I need to make or do you need a hand with anything? Yeah, this, that's absolutely fine. Like that's no problem with that at all. Mm. But, What a lot of people, so we'll take me getting on and off a train, you know, big step up. Mm. Not, and I can do it. Like, if I'm sitting on the train when you see me getting up to get off, I got on the fucking train somehow. <laughs> I didn't fly on. I didn't jump on. I didn't just appear. Yeah. And then when I'm getting off the train, you know, a couple mm. of people are quite good and they'll say, do you, do you need a hand? Mm. You know, do you want me? Do you want my arm or something See, like I, that? I, I think I would do that. Mm. Like, that, is that good or bad? That's good. That's the way you should do it. Right. Ask if someone needs help. What I get is people grabbing me, automatically assuming that I need them to drag me off the damn train. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't okay. do that. Don't yeah. touch me. Like, stay away from me. And it's like, why would you? I mean, you wouldn't do that to an elderly person, or you wouldn't just get off the train and grab someone's, like, yeah. push chair or pram. You would say, do you want a hand with that? Or yeah. can I help you? You wouldn't mm. just grab somebody. So I don't understand why it's okay to just start pushing someone in a wheelchair or assuming mm. that someone needs your help, but not asking them or telling them you're going to grab them. That's a way mm. to make me fall down the side of the train. 
Yeah. But it's, it's things like that where people just assume because I have a disability or because I look like I'm struggling with my mobility a little bit. And at times I do right now, but I still don't want to be manhandled. No. So Sue just acted like he was all like PC there, saying he'd offer you a hand. But when I've seen him do this, and people accept, he then he then he, like he'll support you, but from your bum. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've seen. Yeah. I've seen you do that with elderly women. You know, men. With I was going to say the occasional man. Oh yeah, it's nothing. No, it's nothing that's new. never been the issue. What the the, the issue? appears to be the fact that I haven't got trousers and pants on. That's the thing that everyone seems to frown upon. Yeah, that would be... I need to get my ruler out to make sure you weren't really touching me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me, that couldn't, that couldn't touch you. Oh, <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Okay. Uh, so, one more disability... One more of each. Oh, okay. So we're, we're, we're at the top spot of each, are we now, basically? Yeah. Is that, oh, okay, cool. Well, what one do you want to hit us with first then, Stace? What do you want to go with? Just before you do, again, Glasson, your hair's insane. Thanks, mate. It makes no sense. You look like... It's like a rhino horn now. Yeah. That's why it's great. Because here's a fact. Here's a fact. Do you want a science fact? A rhino horn's made out of hair. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's hair. It's tough hair. It's not. It is. It's bone, isn't it? No, it's hair. That, Compressed hair. It's not. You couldn't it style is. that. It's hair, mate. Look it up. Google it right now. Google it right now. I haven't got to. I've seen them. Uh, right. They're, ro- they're rock hard. What's a rhino's horn made of, right? Their horn is made from the same stuff as our fingernails. Oh, it's made up of keratin, the same protein which forms the base of our hair and nails. Okay. So it isn't like hair, but it's keratin. It is made of the same stuff. It's not ivory or bone. It's not it's hair, the though, same is stuff. it? All right, I was a little bit wrong. All oh, right, okay. There or thereabouts. Space, do you want to um, actually give a sign uh, that's factually correct? New science. Right, I'm, I'm trying to work out a way to lead gently into this. Okay. I'm just going to watch Stu's face. Nitrogen. Right, Stu, yep. are you keeping up with me here? Oh, unbelievable. My front door's gone as well, guys. Two seconds, sorry. Unreal. I now feel like I want someone to knock on my door now. Oh, have you got no friends today? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, my, uh, oh, he's back. Wait, he just answered his door. I'm back, I'm back. sorry, sorry. Did yeah, with my horn. I answered the door with the horn. Not for the first time. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, so we were at nitrogen. Right, yeah. Okay, okay, so, here we go. Dinitrogen, two nitrogen atoms joined by three extremely strong covalent bonds. Okay, it's basically the strongest chemically bonded naturally known compound. Gotcha. Okay? There are only a couple of things within nature that can break these bonds. Oh, okay. Now, we're not talking about it. Scientists have just shot calcium at it and found that it'll break or induced... Right, I'm going to say these words. I'll explain them. Induced nitrogen fixation. So this is how it happens 
and nature. Right. So the first thing that can break these bonds is lightning. Wow. Then, yeah. Excellent. So light, so lightning strikes and the electrical current splits them apart and they join with two oxygen molecules, which, uh, yeah, it's normally taken down into the soil and utilised. Incredible. The other one is um, microorganisms known as diazotrophs, which is things like bacteria um, and other little tiny if i get you yeah. into this it'll get really confusing yeah. so there's one bacteria that called azotobacter that does this and they're strong right. to use like or to utilize the energy because when you break these bonds you get energy Releases. yeah um so to be able to use that energy it would normally take a lot of energy put in to break the bonds, which kind of yeah. makes it null and void. Right. But this, these microorganisms have a way of doing it where they get more energy from the breaking of the bonds than they use to break the bond. Gotcha, right. And that nitrogen is turned into ammonia, which is NH3, which is nitrogen and three hydrogen. Gotcha. So, the only two things in Earth that can break nitrogen bonds are microorganisms called diazotrophs and lightning. So there's there's a microorganism out there that's as strong or stronger than lightning. Yep. That's pretty dope. That one, I, I really had to look that up because I was like, surely not. And I scoured. And a lot of what <laughs> I found was... Um, so the breaking of the bonds is the nitrogen fixation. So you're basically trying to get the energy out of yeah. the nitrogen. And there's a lot of experiments. I think the the latest one was kind of published about March of this year. Um, so they're going on just now to try and find a way to be able to safely use the nitrogen and the energy it provides without yeah. having to use all this energy like before when um you know if they wanted to do it manually if they wanted to induce it it would take a lot of heat a lot of power a lot of energy mm -hmm. to break down these bonds mm -hmm. and they've recently found out that calcium can do it without using all that heat energy and all the other types of energy it was using and it can do it at a temperature of minus 60 degrees Oh, so that's quite, quite easy to get to then, basically. They can yeah. do that. Well, say quite easy. This has been going on for a few years. <laughs> but, yeah, two things in nature. So you have, Amazing. They're basically trying to find something that has the power of bacteria or the power of lightning. And then we can utilise that like and we then, would basically, you, you know, that. nuclear plants. Wow. Nitrogen is one of the most abundant gases in the world. It makes up about 78% of our atmosphere. Yeah. So it would kind of be good to be able to use that. Absolutely. Stu? When you talk about like breaking bonds and like and splitting atoms, like, 
when they do that, like I, I've always wondered this, like strap in, Stacey. Is yeah. it? I know, like scientists normally put things on like little, like glass, like rectangular things, don't they? And then look at it under microscopes like. and stuff like that. So, like, mm-hmm. can you see it like that? And like, because if you can, and lightning can do it. I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, if you really hit it with a, like a proper fucking hammer, like, could you break it? Could you, could you break the bot? They're too small. Yeah, you can see it happening under special types of microscopes that, you know, have hundreds and hundreds of, sort of times the magnification. Times magnification. What you use to masturbate with, maybe... You could use that same microscope. <laughs> you wouldn't. I love the fact that dogs laugh in there. Oh, that's brilliant. Essie. Fucking hell. Down. It's a different postman. He doesn't like you. <laughs> this will give you some time, Shu, to, to think about it. Yes, no, you can't hit it with a hammer, Stu. No. I'm surprised that night, like even lightning, I don't know how they know that lightning hits it and breaks it down. Is that just in the air? That it just hits it, makes contact with it in the air as it's travelling through the air and it splits it and like it, that? Well, remember, 78% of the atmosphere, it's also right. used by plants. So it's, it's just doing it right. In the soil, it's nitrogen is everywhere. Mm. So lightning just rips through it. Right, yeah. okay. And the, the the energy from the lightning can break the bonds. Jeez. Imagine the electrical current of lightning and that's what it takes to just break these three little bonds. Madness. It's... What's thunder? Oh, God. <laughs> Does thunder cause the lightning? No, the no. thunder's just the sound of lightning. I get. I wonder if no, it's... No, I, I, I don't no, know. no, 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 no. Lies. That's lies and guesswork. Right? Thunder. Right. Right. Yeah. Lightning. Mm. <laughs> like, it's, no, it's the, the thunder is just lightning further away, possibly, if that's how you're hearing it different. Two different lightning is, the, two lightning different is what you see. Two thunder is the sound. No, 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 no. Like, thunder's a rumble. Like lightning's like a, a striking sound, isn't it? Thunder is the sound caused by lightning. That's literally Google it. What is thunder? Thunder right. is the sound caused by lightning. Just because you're sitting beginning there. and end of science. Well, the, the uh, let, let me tell you how science works, right? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So science comes from discussion, right? And mm-hmm. you're just throwing facts at me. Right. And any scientist, right, and, and I put myself in that bracket, right, any scientist, right, <clears throat> worth, their, worth their weight will question that. That's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to move science forward, Chris. You're not. You're trying to force us back into the dark ages, mate. It was Stu, a lot easier in the Flintstones. Can I, can I just intercept here? Stu, he's right. Please. <laughs> He's right. Thank you. Thank you. The thunder, the thunder, and lightning are caused by the same thing, which is bad weather. Well, it's the the conditions, the atmospheric conditions, and the the flash of lightning is the electrical discharge 
from those atmospheric conditions, gotcha. but it also causes the sound. Causes the sound, mate. All right. We have to agree to disagree on this. All right, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> it's a great fact, Stacey. Thank you very much. And you have one last one for us for, from the, uh, the uh, so things that bugbear. We are now going to get on to the subject of dating. Whew. Mm, oh, wow. Now, it is a, it's a minefield for anybody. Like, mm. especially, I think, in... In sort of this technological age where everybody wants to swipe left and right to find the one. I don't know how the hell you're supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. But with now, a friend of mine had posted a little while ago. Now, I'm not sure what the name of the podcast was, but they put out a question to their listeners Would you date a disabled person? Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it was like, way to single us out, guys. <laughs> and, I mean, I only caught wind of this because of the, and quite rightly, the outrage. Um, They're that, the sort of people that will put their hands on their knees and lean over someone in a wheelchair and go, oh, you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, like, it's hard enough now because, I mean, we've heard all through this that there is a lot of judgment. And with dating, it's sort of, it's a double-edged sword, really. It, it weeds out the people that are definitely not for, for me. Because if you judge me on my legs or you are not okay with my legs, you are not the one for me. That's an auto exclusion. But I... A lot of, when I first sort of lost my legs, I was quite hesitant hesitant to tell anyone that I was going to date or wanted mm. to date or wanted to get to know mm. that to start with, I was missing my legs. Yeah, And you couldn't tell, you know, if I was standing there in a pair of jeans or mm-hmm. anything like that, you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, but what I'd found is that if I held off telling people you know, they're they're kind of like, oh, I like you, you like me, and I'm like, well, actually, I have like I lost both my legs. Whew, see ya, and I'm like, what? Well, why is that such a big deal? And there's also people out there. But surely, say sorry to inter, inter, interject there, but surely, like, if the conversation's going well and, and everything seems to be going great then initially that physical attractions there and then obviously the then the 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 conversations obviously going well so you're connecting and then to then just retract that because they've you you've i mean and and it must be fucking weird for you just sitting there thinking for some reason i feel like i have to go oh by the way like that's strange that you should feel like like that's something you need to kind of tell someone. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like, why should it? And that it's such a big deal. Yeah. But it, it really is. And I've seen on a lot of forums where there's a lot of people with disabilities, you know, do you tell someone like straight out or do you wait mm. a bit down the line to tell them? 
And my view on it now is it's who I am or it's part of who I am. It's not who I am, but it's part yeah. of me. And yeah. if you want to date me, you're getting all of me. Like, yeah. you know, I can't just be sort of my personality or whatever, like, attracted you to me, but not my legs because it's part of me. Mm. And I don't understand, I've never understood what the hell difference it makes, whether the person you're with is, you know, doing backflips in the garden or sitting with their legs propped up against the wall. If you if you get on with, see, I think my problem as well is I'm a bit of like a hopeless romantic when it comes to dating. I'd rather do things the old fashioned way. Mm. Like, you know, this, meet someone in a natural way, you know, in a coffee shop or at a bar or at a party or something like that. And not this sort of swipe left, swipe right, awkward chat, let's meet. No, go away. Like that's that must be tedious for anyone. I think Stacy, weirdly, just to interject just quickly, is that people are so from 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 what I can tell, like the like the dating apps this in this day and age, they've create everyone's got ADHD with dating anyway. Like so, people sort of ma- match and then don't bother talking, and and then are put off by such a multitude of stupid things that you know. I guess people that's just another thing that people are just like, oh, don't. Like they just make such such um, knee jerk, knee jerk, shallow decisions on someone. It's it's very. How do you know that you're even going to get on with someone from mm. the picture? Mm-hmm. Like you and I think when you are someone like me, it becomes you know tenfold more more difficult, especially mm. if you want to try and do it online i mean Hmm. to me dating apps just seem like a massive ego boost for people like look how many people i've matched with or Hmm. look how many people like me and you're like i'm not looking for 156 people just just the one to spend time with is fine and people get confused when i say i wouldn't want to get to know someone to have them look after me, but I'd like mm. to know that someone would be able to. Absolutely, yeah. Completely. And I think coming from me, a lot of people find that weird because, you know, the first thing they think is what you need a carer. No, and so what if I did? Mm. That doesn't yeah. make me any less of a person. Mm. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's, I have actually, you know, I've had people lie to me about why they're not interested i've had them being hurtful and brutally honest about why they're not interested and now it gets easier when you're just like you know hi by the way this is who i am don't Mm. like it now's your chance to leave sort of thing Mm. not not so much in that defensive sort of way but i'm always just like so you know i'm a double amputee yeah. If you can't deal with that, that's that's your shit. I'll definitely throw in the mix that your legs are made of gold. Well, yeah. Get yeah, that in there now, Stacey. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably, but probably they are gold. Yeah. But, yeah, it is, it's a difficult thing 
And especially when you've got, you know, podcasts making episodes of would you date someone with a disability? Like, There's you- no way you can frame that into anything that's going to have any benefits. No, it's completely ableist. Like, what, do you expect someone to come on and go, oh, yes, I absolutely would? Like, okay, but why should it matter whether they have a disability or not? Why is it not just about the person? Yeah. And do you know what? A nice arse and, you know, a nice smile goes a long way as well, but it's about the person. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to swipe left or right right now on you, Chris, with that hair, I don't think you're going to have 150 matches. You you literally look like a fucking unicorn with a beard. That's what I'm on. I'm on unicornfinder.com. Women like unicorns as well, so you know. And then there's people that would swipe right just to ask them what the hair's about. So you never know. You never know. You never know. In fact, uh, my missus found me on Facebook to have a go at me about a song I played in a club. So what a weird way to meet someone. And 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 strangely, saying this, Stacey, this all that actually kind comes full circle in the sense that we would have never matched me and my missus. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have really matched on 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 Tinder. More probably from her position than mine. But um, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened on a in that. It was meeting each other. And t- and hanging out and talking that, that that's where the attraction came from really. Yeah, that's not, that, that's why I've got this whole thing about like let it happen naturally, but also get to know each other. You know, like when you get to know me, I'm a hell of a lot more than a pair of legs. You know, and that's then it's up for for you know up to you whether you decide if you like me like that or not. Mm. But actually. Like, meet me, get to know me as a person, you know, find out a bit about me. And it's, yeah, it's it's quite difficult to do. And then there is the flip side of things where there are a lot of people think that I should feel lucky that someone who would never be good for me or be the right person for me has asked me out because I've got a disability and you know, I'm not going to get that many chances. My biological clock's mm. ticking. I mean, yeah. if that's the case, it can fucking explode before <laughs> I get one of them. Um, well, in regards to people getting to know you, Stace, then, you know, I, I think there's, there's two people on this screen and there's a lot of people listening to this now that we'll see way beyond, you know, Stacey being judged on a pair of legs. People have mm. uh, 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 got a real insight into you over these these episodes. And, yeah, we couldn't be more happy to to have found you and, and have yeah, you in our absolutely. lives. Like, I think you're an absolute inspiration. Yes. Um, do you want a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> Was you saying that really? to me <laughs> so I can flatten down my hair? Coffee and milk, then you're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. Uh, Stace, it's been an absolute joy as always talking to you. Um, thank you so much. We'll, we'll probably run this out over two weeks because this is, uh, I mean, that's the sign of mm. a good chat when it's, you know, approaching the two hour mark. And yeah, absolutely. That doesn't happen very often. So, again, I'm, I'm just gobby, rent a <laughs> <cough> really. <laughs> 
I'm still trying to work out what I'm now thinking of other variants of monkeys and what decade. I knew you were going to go back to the bloody monkeys. Mm. Orangutans, like they're massive. If we dyed you ginger, you'd look like an orangutan. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.